Okay, we continue with the Siddur snippets that are sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum and the Schuss of Rufu for Odobas Alta Chaya. And we've been making our way through the Kabbalah Salmachu Shemayim that's part of our morning routine. Not the Shema and the Brachas of Shema that come later in the Siddur, but rather the Yolam Yehei Odom Yurei Shemayim inserted early on in the davening during a time of persecution and oppression. When we were prevented from saying Shema later, we inserted it here. And we ended yesterday by saying, V'yashkem V'yomar. When is it worth waking up in the morning, v'yashkem? When should we greet the day with zeal, enthusiasm, alacrity? When we are an Adam Yerei Shemayim, willing to be modala emes. When we're willing to be honest with ourselves, to have a high level of self-awareness, to look in the mirror and be truthful, then v'yashkem, then it's worth getting out of bed. Then it's worth waking up. Because if you're not truthful with yourself, then you're sleepwalking through life. Then you're unconscious even while you are awake. And Viomar, when you wake up in the morning, what does that person say? Ribon kol ha'olamim. Lo anachnu mapilim. Ruler of the whole world. It's not because of our tzidkos, it's not our righteousness that we dare bring our request to you. Tachanunenu lefanecha. Ki harabim. It's not because we're worthy, it's not because we're righteous. By what right do we appear before you asking, we're about to begin davening. We're going to begin our day. And by what right do we have to turn to Hashem? In what merit? Not because we're worthy, but rather only because This expression, ribon It's the first time we use this expression in the morning, at this point of the davening. And it's an expression we use, ribon ribon What does the expression mean? Ribon means the master. Shem is in charge, he is in fact the master. What does kol mean? So the simple understanding of Kol means all the worlds. How many worlds are there? There are billions of galaxies and billions of stars, universes. Is that what it means? God is the master of Kol all of the many worlds. Alternatively, maybe what it means, Kol Olamim means Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba. There's more than one world. Olamim, the worlds, refers to this world and the next world. Hashem is not bound by time. He's not limited by space. He's limitless, and therefore he is the master, ribon kol ha'olamim. Refers suggests an alternative that the word olamim comes from the word ne'elam or ha'elam, ayin lamed mem, which means hidden, that which is concealed. To us, there's so much that is invisible. We have access to much, and we have a mandate to go and conquer the world, manipulate the world, and we do. But with all that we know, and all that we've progressed, and everything we've achieved, still so much about the world is utterly hidden from us, and it's only hidden from us because we're finite. But Hashem is the ribon kol ha'ulamim. He's the master of all that is hidden. And that's when we say ribon ha'ulam, or ribon kol ha'ulamim, we're saying, you God who knows everything. There's nothing concealed, there's absolutely nothing hidden from you. And then we continue, lo al koseinu, it's not our worthiness. This is a pasuk from the ninth parak of Sefer Daniel. It's a sentence that we repeat often during slichos. Not because of our righteousness do we, have, do we submit requests, but only because of your kindness. That word, only because we're putting our trinos before you. What are tachanuneinu? How is that different than different forms of prayer? So Rashi and Pashas Ve'eschanan tells us Ve'eschanan, tachanuneinu comes from the word chinam. The word chinam means free, unearned, unworthy. God, we're asking you to give us a pass, to give us a handout, to give us something for free. We haven't earned it. We're not entitled to it. We're not due. 
It's tachanuneinu, chinam. We're not worthy of it. We're asking you, despite our unworthiness, despite our lack of virtue, nevertheless, to grant it and to give it to us. Of Chaim Friedlander, the Mashkiach of Panovich, a beautiful sefer came out of Chaim Friedlander on Siddur, and he explains that this paragraph is a continuation of the last. We just finished saying, that in order to have a meaningful day, in order to have a truthful day, a day of growth, a day of honesty, a day of transparency, we have to be willing to be we have to be willing to be honest with ourselves, to look in the mirror. And now we practice exactly what we preached. We just pledged to be honest, so then we turn to Hashem and we're honest. Honestly, Hashem, I don't deserve it. I'm unworthy. I'm not sitting here pretentiously. I'm not sitting here acting as if I deserve. But we're practicing exactly what we just pledged and preached. We're moda ala emes and dover emes bevavo by admitting right away, it's not a result of our worthiness. Ma'anu. And now we elaborate on our unworthiness. This is part of slichos. We concentrate in El Slichos, but we say it every single day. You just have to be there on time and ready and patient and be able to deliberately say it, which is not always easy, but it's beautiful, beautiful words. We start our day with this statement of very intense honesty. That Ma'anu, what are we? Machayenu, what is our life? Machasteinu, Matzidkoseinu, Mayeshuaseinu, Makochenu, Magvuraseinu, Manomar Lafanach. How many Ma's are there? The word Ma appears seven times. And Rav Schwab points out the word seven times. We have the word, Rav Schwab does, and I saw this elsewhere. This ma seven times corresponds to the seven havalim in Kohelas. Hevel havalim amar Kohelas, hevel havalim akol hevel. Havalim is the plural too. So hevel havalim is three, amar Kohelas. Hevel is four, havalim six, hakol hevel seven. Seven forms of hevel, of utter worthlessness. This world is vanity, it's futile. And we say ma seven times to reflect the futility of this world. It's a pretty big downer to start the day, isn't it? This is how you greet the day, saying everything's futile, there's no worthiness, what's the point of anything? Ma'anu, ma'chayenu, ma'chazdeinu, hakol hevel. It's an enormous downer. So this is where Shah points out, we just said modal emes, we pledged to make an admission to speak only the truth. Says Rav Schwab, you want to know the hard truth? The hard truth is that with all of our accomplishments, and with all of our progress, and everything that we've achieved, man is still unsuccessful in uplifting ourselves. We are still filled with the pursuit of vanity, and materialism, and futility. Life can still be filled with a lot of empty pursuit. And then we get to, lefichach. The answer is, lefichach, halakola giborim, and so on and so forth. We're going to continue, lefichach, anachlu chayavim lahodos lecha, how many forms of praise do you think we offer God? If you had to guess a number, what would it be? Correct, seven. Ma is seven, corresponding with the seven avalim. And lefichach are the seven forms of praise. Schwab says that with all the technological advance and medical advance and everything we've achieved in the world, even though we're much more sophisticated, still mankind struggles. In every way we've progressed, there's a corresponding way we've regressed. Morally and ethically, look at the world we're living in. Look at the materialism, the hedonism, the decadence. Look at the corruption. Look at the moral depravity. With all the progress, there's an enormous amount of regress. We've moved backwards. And so we begin our day by recalibrating and realigning what matters and what's important. And while the world tells us, what's important is your happiness, your pleasure, accumulating material things, we remind ourselves, no, that's Hevel. 
Ma, seven times. Ma chayenu, ma chastenu, and so on. Rather, we replace that with meaning and purpose. Kirov maseyem tohu. Most of what we occupy ourselves in the world, it's emptiness, it's vanity. I recently read a book about Elie Wiesel, who was devastated when after the Holocaust he learned that the majority of Nazis who perpetrated the worst atrocity in history had higher academic degrees. The majority of Nazis were university graduates. He always associated education with sophistication and therefore greater morality. And when he came to learn that you could be educated and utterly immoral and evil, it was devastating to him and to his long-held belief. And that's what we remind ourselves in the morning. Kirov ma'aseim to ma'nu ma'chasteinu ma'chasteinu ma'chayenu that even with all the progress we've regressed, we have to calibrate our priorities and remember what is most important. And that's what we're going to get to in a moment. The aval anachnu. Amcha b'nei b'risecha. If your life is empty, you're right, it's worthless. But if amcha b'nei b'risecha, if it's informed and inspired by meaning and purpose, by a charge and a mission, and l'fichach anachnu chayavim, then in fact, instead of being a downer for the beginning of the day, one uplifting statement, we begin the day by remembering our mission and our charge in this world.